Koi Pond. What do you think of this? It's interesting. It's interesting. We are actually in a uh, lobby. We're in a lobby of a building. Yeah. And uh, and we we looked at our watch and went, shit, we have a podcast to do. <laughs> so we pulled some microphones out, and here we are. Here we are, man. That's the cool thing about the pod, man. The pod literally, literally I think, blew up with Corolla. I, I don't know. I don't know the history of podcasts. Mm-hmm. But I will, I will say that Adam put it on the map for sure. me. Pioneer for sure. Pioneer for sure. You know, and and you know he he left. You know, syndicated radio. He was already a, a fixture. He was already, you know, he was already a huge name. And then I don't know if he got fired or he quit. But then he was like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a radio station in my garage. You think that was the thought? It's like I'm, I'm just gonna, I, I, I just, I'm into broadcasting. This is what I do. Yeah, and I'm just gonna make radio. Yeah, from home. Yeah, he was. I think what sold him was why am I so nervous, or not nervous? Why am I walking on eggshells when mm-hmm. I say something? Mm-hmm. And he's not walking on eggshells. He says it, and then he has to defend it all the time. Yeah. Whereas if I own it, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Sure. It's my garage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pee right there. And then I sit here and I talk. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder, and I don't know if you know this. The the, um, the insight that at one point, I mean, at some point, it would be, you know, profitable and huge for him. I don't think he ever. I knew he would make money. I think in his head, like I said, I've never asked him, sure. and I need to because I love to get in his head. But in my head, because like, and, and here's the thing: everyone knows how to make money off of podcasting now. Now. You, you can buy a book that teaches you how to start a podcast now. Right. You got to go back when there weren't any podcasts. And if there were, it was like you didn't know who was doing it. It was probably some AM radio guy that was like, hey, you know, I can do this on my iPod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or whatever it is. I don't know right. the history. All I know is for Adam to go and leave, I think in his head, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you rent a theater yourself mm-hmm. and go, well, if I sell these many tickets, I can make. All the money. It's kind of like when Prince, mm. when Prince, you know, left Sony, right, and was like, "I'll just stream I'll my just music. Stream yeah. I won't sell that many, but I'll get a hundred percent of the sales." Right. Yeah. I think Adam knew he had a built-in fan base, and if he could just tell them, if he could reach them, if I can reach them somehow, because I, I don't even think people really knew how to email and advertise right. online yet. Still, right. I think that was still kind of a, a new thing. Mm. And and uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. I think he really believed in his fans coming over to join him. Yeah, it's amazing foresight, man. To, it is. Um, but oh, you know why? I hate to interrupt you. Mm. I, you know why it's an amazing foresight? Because when Stern made the move, it was serious. Is that how you say it? Serious, serious, serious. Serious, yeah. serious was like new brand new and they were investing in everybody you know what i mean it was like the xfl yeah right. you know what i mean right herschel yeah. come over here and play for us right we'll give you a hundred million dollars <laughs> plus a percentage of the team right? right right and that's what sirius was doing they and shit i think they i don't know how much the money was let's just say 200 million i don't know how much it was but it was enough to for a radio station to lose one of the most what yeah, you, biggest I mean, star? I mean, the only star, he was the biggest star in the biggest market at the time. I think, yeah, right? yeah. It, and the market, by the way, was nationwide. Yeah. It wasn't 
is the whole country. Right. And uh and they were like, Yeah, here. And so it was easy for him to make that move. Okay. Right? Yeah. Whereas Adam didn't have that. Right. Adam was on a huge radio station that had was syndicated, mm-hmm. but but uh no one was like tempting him to come over. Yeah. <laughs> no one was dangling a hundred million dollars to Adam. Adam was like, I can make a hundred million if I, you know, yeah, if I try my hardest. <laughs> if I can just tell people that I'm in my garage now and I can curse yeah. without hitting the 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 delay button. Right. I'm good. And so like to me, I think that's amazing. It is. That's amazing to invest in yourself like that and just be like full risk, bro. Yeah. Because if it would have failed, it would have been the end of his career. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of guys that that gone on their own and you don't see them anymore. Right. Yeah. It's right. A, it's a risk, man. It is a huge risk. To step out on your own without an employer. <laughs> it, <laughs> yes. Without a guaranteed check. Yes. It, it's not. It's not fun. It sucks. Yeah. You remember when you got fired? I. I never really got fired. I've always had the option. Like, I was a horrible employee when it came to restaurants. Yeah, I wasn't. I think I told you this one, right? Yeah. But it wasn't like they fired me. It was kind of (laughs) like, it's kind of like, just work Wednesday only. And it kind of just makes you want to quit. They just decrease your hours until. Yeah, it's like, you know, come on on Wednesday at 1 and and clock out at 2.15. Could you just come in for 30 minutes on Thursday? 30 minutes, Joe. Say Hi. Leave, we'll give you six bucks. And then I'm like, oh no, what am I gonna do with six bucks? That's all we got, Joe. Yeah. It's not our problem. And then that's how I, I always got fired like nicely like that. I never went, Joe, get get out of here. It was always like, hey Joe, um, we don't need you this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know the whole yeah, yeah. the whole patting on the desk, yeah. drum drum, drum thing. roll. Like it's a little drum, drum roll. roll. Hey Joe. We don't need you this week. Well, how about next week? Tell you what. How about Wednesday, mm-hmm. three weeks from tomorrow? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I'm going to forget that I even have to come in. Right. Yeah. You'll remember. Yeah. I Oh, man. So I had a, I had a, a job where I was uh, I had to be at work at like seven in the morning, I think it was. Mm-hmm. But on Sundays... There was a club that I like to go to on yeah. Sunday nights, oh. and it would. And then there was an after hours that I like to go Jesus to as well. Jesus Christ, Andre! And uh, this, this is, is back. In, this is back in your twenties. Yeah, damn. Dude. Yeah, I know it's tough. And that's so, a, that's a rough dude right there. That's a rough time. Yeah, yeah. So it shows now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> In my wisdom, I, hey, I, hey, I, I'm imagining you mean in my wisdom. Hey, man, in your eyes, bro. In your eyes. There's a lot of late night Sundays in your eyes right now, bro. You, you remember when you said, I'll be all right? Yeah. You yeah, ain't no, all right. right no more. It, it came back. It came back so fast. That's funny. Fuck. So listen. So- 49 came back fast. Ah. <laughs> oh. 49 will remind you about 23. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. That 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 pain. That yes. Un, that unexplainable pain you yes. have in your uh, spleen. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even know I had a spleen. Yeah. yeah. That's from uh, year 23. Oh, <laughs> fuck 23. And fuck Jameson. All right. Go for it. What were you saying? What happened? So I missed a Sunday. Uh-huh. Wait, you missed a Sunday? You went out on I mean, Sunday. I missed, I missed a Monday. Yeah, you missed a Monday. 
and uh, Tuesday was payday. Oh. But this is before direct deposit. So, I, so you had to go in and get it. I had to go get my check. So I walk in. I'm like, this is good. I'm like, hey, man, uh, I'm here to pick up my check. You know? Yeah. And then he goes, uh, he does one of these. You know the follow me finger? Like, yeah. Come on back here. Oh, shit. Yeah, there was no like. That's where the sweat starts to beat up on your back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and now as you're walking, you're thinking of other potential places to work. But why Why when they why when they get ready for this, their, their preparation, they sit at their desk. They have to go around their desk yeah, and man. sit. Why do you have to why sit? Why do you have to sit, dude? What are you, what are you trying to prove? Yeah. Is the desk trying to, are you trying to what make me that? feel inferior yeah, because of the man. desk? That's the, it, no one even likes your desk. Yeah, just, you don't even like just your desk. Fire me, fire me, dude. Standing. Why didn't you have my check like folded? Fold my check in your back pocket, and when I walk in, just hand it to me. Yeah. Go, hey man, can you leave? Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to have a final chat. You know what it is too? They bring you all the way to the back, yeah. so you have that walk of shame out. Yeah. Because as you're walking to the back, every employee's looking at you, <laughs> yeah. dude on fries, right? The dude chopping lettuce, yeah. the guy washing the pans, yeah. they're like, yo, bye, bro. Yeah, they know you're getting no more of that. Mm, you still smell like, you still smell like Sunday. And <laughs> hey, why do you always tap the check on your yeah. hand on the way out? Like, oh, yeah. You're oh, tapping the yeah, check. You tap you know? it. You tap it. Because <laughs> yeah, like, right. you know it's the last you're yeah. getting. Yeah. Because job searches are not easy, bro. Yeah. Like, job searches to- are the worst. Ugh. Can I tell you my job searches here in L.A. when I first moved to L.A. in 2002? You want to know where I went? And they said no? Where? You want to know where? I do. Foot Locker. No? At Foot Locker? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I have, I have experience. With shoes? Yeah. I wear shoes? I wear them. I know all about them. Yeah. Ask me a question. Ask me what the sole is made out of. What's that sole made out right of? Right here on my Hirachis? Yeah. Just in case people aren't watching it and you're just listening, I'm pointing at my all-white Hirachis with a fluorescent, like I call that highlighter yellow. That's a perfect name for them. Right? Highlighter yellow and, uh, you know, teal. teal. But you want to know what the sole is called? I I do. What is it? It's called EVA. What does EVA stand for? I don't know. Ethel? uh, Ethel? (laughs) No, it just came back to me now. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to look at the camera. Is that my camera? Ethyl vinyl acetate. Ethyl vinyl acetate. EVA sold. Is that true? Want to Google it? Nope. Google it. Okay. Google it right now. I got you. You're going to Google it? Someone Google it. Watch how, watch how awesome my, my, my shoe knowledge is. So ethyl meaning like from like. From the, from, uh, the good girl. Uh, the, <laughs> the golden girls. <laughs> this bitch made some great shoes. <laughs> What? Did you uh, did you type it in? Yep, you're right. Ethyl vinyl acetate. Wow. Can you say that one more time and, and say the EVA and then ethyl? Say it, please. EVA ethyl vinyl acetate. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't hire you. Exactly. Why, why wouldn't they hire you? If I I that's crazy that I even remember that. By I, the way, that is pretty, that's, that's ethyl wild. vinyl acetate is the cushioning uh, that they use on uh, these on, on Nike. For uh, the cushion, the sole. It's basically the sole. That's the outer sole, by the way. There's an insole. Did you know that? That's what's inside. Uh, so that's in, another. The word that's in. another cushioning system Got that it. they use in there. Wow, this is pretty impressive, man. Yeah. Like a, a Did you know everyone walks a certain way? This is just this is my shoe knowledge. 
everyone has a different walk. Is yeah. What you're saying. Like a, a different way they place their foot. The different way they place their heel to toe. Yeah. Do you want to know what they're called? Sure. I, I've, I haven't worked in a shoe store 20 years, 24 years. You ready for this? I am. They're supinators yep. and pronators. Yep. You know that? I did know that. Yeah, did you know that? You didn't know that? You want me to tell you how you know a, a supinator or a pronator? Do you want to know how? Sure. For all you people at home, if you want to know if you supinate or pronate, take your tennis shoes off, put them on a table in front of you. If the inside of your soul mm -hmm. is uh, wearing out and you have a brand new soul on the outside, mm -hmm. then that, that means you're a, a, a supinator. Supinator. And if you uh, and if the outside soul, mm -hmm. uh, the heel is uh worn out and the inside is brand new you're a pronator wow that means you go outside to in when you walk you, a... you strike the side of your heel and roll to the front of your toe whereas the other one you hit on the inside of your heel right. and roll to the outside to the pinky toe yeah that's how i walk outside like this on the outside uh, hold on let me see uh well i don't yeah i think i walk outside of my heel in yeah and I think a lot of people do. Yeah. But it's funny when you say that. Like a, a lot of people that are listening right now, you're going to go look at your shoes and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. You're like, watch. Because people don't even but know they walk funny. But there's different degrees though, right? Because I've seen people that are like super, Bad. super, supernated. Super, super. Am I right though? Can, can you double check that, please? Can you just type in supernator? I know it's. I know. And just click image and tell me what the image looks like. I know the for, words are right for sure. I know. Yeah, like, I think I think I'm right though. I think that's super a supernator. Pro. Yeah. Super and pro. Yeah. Right. Oh, oof. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and uh, and I can't tell supination. Oh, he took supination. So there's a bunch of bowls of soup. Uh, oh, did I type that in wrong? No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Later. You want me to put it on the screen? Uh, oh, can you? Like, if you give me four minutes. Oh my God, you're you're amazing. That's why I love you. <laughs> yeah, if you could figure. I think yeah, I was right. Supination is all from the inside. So did you want to challenge their decision when they told you no at full? No, I was just like, I get it. You know, I, you know, I, it was a lot different from when I was a kid. Mm. I, by the way, when I was a kid, Foot Locker was new. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a new concept. Right, it was a store, mm -hmm. not inside. Because when I was young in the seventies and early eighties, you went to J.C. Penney yeah. and, and a department store to get your your athletic gear. Yeah, it was inside another store. And then Foot Locker. Sometimes had this, it was inside a grocery store. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And then uh, and then here came Foot Locker. Yeah. Which was such a great idea. Yeah, the employees were dressed up like referees. Right, you know what I mean. Some of the some of the uh, places looked like uh, like the, a free throw line. Yeah, they had the court. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And and uh, and then man, I remember they would put the 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 the, the, the Jordans on the top, mm. the Air Force Ones on the top. Mm. Remember that? You remember yep. the revolutions? Yeah. Remember the high top revolutions? Yep. They were the first ones that actually showed the window. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> Bro, then you had to ask the the guy, can you can you can I see it? And right, they right. get mad because they know you can't afford that shit. Yeah, but they got to get on a ladder. But they got to get on a ladder. It. Yeah, I remember one time I was at Tacoma Mall. Yeah, you remember Boulevard Mall? Was it Tacoma Mall or Boulevard Mall? Tacoma oh, Tacoma Mall. Tacoma Mall. And I go, I go, sir, can I see those uh, those Jordans, please? He's like, fuck, man. <laughs> he said it out loud. Buy little motherfucker. 
No. Then no. Damn. He should have been fired. He shouldn't have had a job. And then I went like this. Well, how much are they? They're 125 bucks. What? (laughs) (laughs) See, these kids now, man, they buy shoes two grand. And I, I do it too. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with us? And by the way, $125 was like... Was a was million like, dollars. Like, <laughs> it was, realistically, it was like 250 bucks. No, it was a million dollars, well have, bro. It may as well have been a million dollars. I remember it said $125.99 on that shoe. And yeah. I was like, you're out of your fucking mind. And Michael is not going to sell any of these. And he can go fucking yeah. die. Yeah. I was so mad at him. Yeah. My grandmother would not pay over 100 bucks for shoes. And guess what happened? She's not having it. Guess what happened? What's that? He sold out of them. <laughs> he was that good, man. So good. And you know what else uh, was crazy? This is what I loved about Michael Jordan, too, is uh, when he put those black shoes out. Yeah. Dude. 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 <laughs> Who did that? Right. Who the fuck did that? And you remember? And you remember the the NBA wasn't ready for that because it was too flashy. And yeah. It has to be part of the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. team has to all wear the same uniform, or we're gonna fine you. Yeah, we're gonna fine you, young black man with a lot of money, even though we're billionaires. <laughs> and we're making a million dollars yeah. a game. We're off making of you. a million dollars a minute on your black ass playing basketball <laughs> for us. <laughs> Fucking assholes, right? bro. Right. Remember he got fined if he wore the the, the black and red yeah. ones because there was no you know why too? There's no the white. white. No white. You remember that, yeah. right? Yeah. There was no white on the shoe. We can't not have white in the league and on your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, not giving, we're not letting the blacks not, take it on. That's not acceptable. We're holding on to Larry Bird <laughs> and Jack Sigma. <laughs> Holy shit. I like Jack Sigma. Uh, duh, bro. We're from the we're from Seattle, bro. Yeah. Sigma was the shit. Tom Chambers was a oh, motherfucker. Was Seattle could recruit some white players for your ass, bro. They had to. They we had, were I a was- farm league for all the major sports. We could find white motherfuckers, bro. I think Steve Largent. Yeah. Steve Largent, Steve bro. Steve Largent was dope, man. Steve Largent, I don't know if you guys know this, played at the same time as Jerry fucking Rice, and their names were next to each other. Yep. They weren't far apart, bro. Rice Rice respected that man. Yeah. I, in fact, I think he modeled himself after him, like his work ethic. Yeah. And, and, and Right? Yeah. Steve Largent was dope, man. Steve was so beautiful, dude. I want everyone to remember this. We used to have a rivalry with Kansas City. And I think his name was Atwater. Mm-hmm. Remember Atwater was mm-hmm. the safety back there? Yeah. Or, or the, the, the DB? Mm-hmm. And him and... I think I'm right. Am number I right, 20, Atwater? Number 27. 20, 27. He was, he, was the, he was the rival. He was the one that fucking used to talk shit about Steve. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't that he talked shit about Steve. It's just Steve owned Kansas City. Yeah. And that motherfucker... I think it was a cross route, right? Or something. I don't know what kind of route was it. But he squared up. And knocked Steve <laughs> on his ass. You ever get? You ever see? I've never played football, but this is the kind of hit it was. He hit him so hard 
the fucking helmet twisted and he was looking through the ear hole. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that shit. And, and he was so knocked out, he got up, like, but still went to the, the huddle, like, all right, I'll just, don't do me. And like, Steve, man, your your ears are on the ground. We need to take you out. No, I'm right. Don't do me. Don't do me. No, no, Steve. Steve, the reason why you don't hear us is because your both of your ears have physically been ripped off your your head. No, no, don't do me. They took him out. That motherfucker was out for like three games. Yeah, I think he was out for three weeks. I remember that. He had a huge concussion. Cut to his comeback. You guys, I can't write this. I wish they would make a Steve Largent movie just for this season. Because he got knocked out. I think he got knocked out for longer than that, uh, Dre. I don't Three or four weeks. How long it was, yeah. But he came back, and you remember they played against Kansas City? And fucking Atwater picked it off. Yeah. No, it was, was it a... It was something. I don't know if it was a pickoff or a, a something. Right? And that motherfucker was running. <laughs> this is going to be a pick six for right, sure. Right. And here came fucking Largent. <laughs> Largent squared up and took this mother. He took his fucking shoes off in the air. <laughs> he took Atwater's shoes off. Revenge, motherfucker. Revenge, yeah. By a 40-year-old white man <laughs> with a chip on his shoulder. I don't know how old Steve was, but that was, you know, man. Everybody we were, seemed 40 to us back then. Huh? Everybody seemed 40 to us. Oh, yeah. Everyone was 40 then. Yeah. Everyone, Michael Jordan was 40 at 23. Yeah. Do you remember the, okay, so the Sonics, the one, like Gus Williams? Uh huh. Do you remember Gus Williams? Yes. He was 20, he was like 28. But he looked, I know. But he looked 50. He looked 50. Yeah. LeBron James looks 67. Look, <laughs> let me tell you how old everyone was during our time. Okay. Yeah. Everyone, people got to remember, Michael played in 84. So, 83, 84 was yeah. when he, you know, he signed his million dollar deal, right? Yeah. Did he sign a million? Was he a million dollar? No, no. it wasn't a million dollar no, deal, was no it? Way. No, it wasn't until later, right? Yeah. So, but that's when he started making money, right? And black, black entertainers were starting to take off. Like, I remember it was special for me. Mm -hmm. It was special for everyone. It was really special for black people. Yeah. yeah. It was really special it, for it, black it, people it, it because was. you guys weren't pimps anymore. <laughs> and yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you, you, weren't, it, a, you yeah. weren't a garbage man, <laughs> yeah. even though that was the fucking most amazing exactly. sitcom. But exactly. it wasn't those roles. It was like sick roles. Right. And fucking, and it was great for everyone. It yeah. was great for me. I loved it. You know what I mean? Like, 88 and 87. Like, all of a sudden, you get all these great black entertainers coming to the forefront. Music was huge. Michael yeah. Jackson was a solo artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? No yeah. one knew he could dance by himself. The motherfucker got diamonds on his socks. Yeah, you got the full spectrum of the you black got, experience. You got to get, mm -hmm. you got to see what black people saw a long time ago. Yeah. And we all got to experience it. What was I getting at? Michael Jordan. Oh, um. this, this is how old we were, bro. <laughs> And, and the reason why I'm only bringing this up is because of that documentary that just came out, the 10-part series yeah. that just came out on Michael. The Last Dance. And the Bulls, The Last Dance. When, 
This is how old black people were back then, <laughs> even though they were young as shit. Because everything was new and it was <laughs> you didn't know what to do with your money. And I, no disrespect, okay? But he's on the bus and they just want and he's he's got his he's got his walkman on, a Sony Walkman. <laughs> Tony Walkman on. You gotta remember, rap music wasn't, it wasn't free to right. everybody. It was still, it was brand new. Right. So like getting a a, a, a tape cassette yeah. was hard because record labels it weren't signed. Everywhere. If you were right. Run DMC or, or barely LL Cool J, right, you had to find a mixtape somewhere. Exactly. Of, of these cats, I remember I had to get a mixtape from some dude that lived in New York. Yep, me too. For the show, same thing. That's yeah. how I got the show. Is yep. that how you got the show? Yeah. And I remember it was on a, like a Memorex label tape and it said the show on it. <laughs> and I played the shit out of that thing. I remember making a duplicate just in case I lost that one. I had that one because I knew how hard it was to get it. Because yeah. if you got it on the radio, you always got commercials or the motherfucker going late night, <laughs> late night mix session with DJ Blah Blips. And they were still trying to be like R&B Yeah, they were still like R&B. You're listening to the quiet storm with the, the show. Dougie Fresh yeah. and Slick Rick on the Quiet Storm. Fuck that pussy yeah. to the Quiet Storm. And then, uh, but so like getting those things. So just seeing Michael, you know, yeah. Now he's a man. He's a man. He ain't, and I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is his music, but this is just me. Mm. It's like, what do you do when you're a, a young black man with all this money and you buy a, a probably the top of the line Sony? I'm yeah. pretty sure he had the top of the line, sure. whatever it was, hi-fi. Why wouldn't he? Whatever the fuck it was. And he's fucking, <laughs> what are you listening to? What? <laughs> what are you listening to? Huh? <laughs> now remember look at the moves look at the moves look at the moves look at the moves okay yeah that's the show right yeah. that's the show right all right what are you listening to that new kenny Lattimore. <laughs> <laughs> what man go fuck yourself with your rich shit you are not and you he, are not your dad bro and he held on you to are that. 20 what was he 28 oh at that time yeah maybe 27 maybe <laughs> huh? Hold on, let me lift my brand new Sony headphone. What? Oh, the new Kenny Lattimore. Wait, it's a saxophone solo. Wait, here's what's worse. You know what I'm talking about, I right? I do. And here's did you think the same thing? Yes. Yeah. Because you're thinking like I knew you did. Because he's got the hip hop bob. Yeah, he was having hip hop bob, <laughs> and we all know Michael Swag. Yeah. His, he's so street. He's like, Michael Jordan. He changed the way you dress. His fucking shoes were ahead right. of the time. Right. People on the street bought his shoes like that was how you represented Michael jo Jordan on the street. Right. He was. The first one to ever cross that over. He's the reason why we got street wear. It was Michael. Michael was the first. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, huh? Oh, that. <laughs> Man, I got that new <laughs> Smokey Robinson in my ear. <laughs> what? Well, look. Well, look. Why didn't they edit that out? <laughs> or voice. They should have done a voiceover. I would have done the voiceover. Uh, what? Oh, it's that brand new Run DMC. <laughs> Run DMC. <laughs> he probably fought for that to stay in. What though. the fuck? Because, because look, 
Bro. Then there's the story. They also talked about in warm-ups that he'd warm up to an, and I love Anita Baker, but he'd warm up to Anita Baker. Hold on. Don't disrespect the queen. I am not disrespecting. Don't you ever. That's wrong. I I want it. I I understand you're adding. I understand you're adding to this right now. Yes. The joke is Kenny Lattimore. (laughs) Do not bring the queen. Hold on a second. Don't bring the queen. There's a lot of things in this world that I would do to Anita Baker song. Uh, 100%. And, war- and warm up I don't to know. A, at a basketball game Let is me, not one of them. Okay, we're going to get back to this Michael Jordan thing in a second. <laughs> all right? Because I don't think you understand. I will take a poll. Yeah. I'm willing to take a poll right now mm-hmm. and say that Filipinos love Anita Baker more than black people. I'm willing to do it right I, now. I, I don't, I don't I'm know. willing to do it right now. I, I want everyone true. to send I don't know if in. That's true. Send in your emails. Yeah, let's, let's take a poll. Take a poll. Bro, I don't I, think you I, understand, I think you, bro. I don't think you understand. I, 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 I don't. don't know if that's true. But, but what? But I'm sure. I'm sure there's a love there. Bro. I'm sure there's a love there. Stop. But I don't I don't know about that. My sister's go-to song in her set uh-huh. when she was was raptured. Don't for sure. Don't every Filipino male or female I get would it, sing. Man. Bro, I am willing to bet the house on this shit. I get it, man. She was a queen, man. She had all. She had top hits. Everybody loved her. <sighs> I love you, queen. I love you. Now, we're not going to use that uh, example for the Kenny Lanamore reference. <laughs> all I'm saying. I think what you're saying is he loved... The slow music guys, the slow yeah. music. No, I'm just. Uh, all I'm trying to say is this: is that when I think high energy and I think slam dunk, yeah, and I think 25 points tonight and swag and swag, like beyond like, swag. Not you know what? Everyone has swag now. About the pregame. Yes, but I'm also going to say his swag was ahead of its time. Sure. I think before there was even a term swag, it was Michael Jordan. Yeah, for sure. He had the little baby chain. Baby chain. The Come way he on, walked, bro. the way he dressed. Everything was Michael. Yeah. It's Michael. Michael is walking in. Yeah. And with that said. With that said, Kenny Lattimore. <laughs> so you thought I'm not thinking thing. I'm getting 30 a night. <laughs> listen in the rap. Yo, listen, listen, listen. All right. If my team captain came in, <laughs> blaring Kenny Lattimore, we're all losing. <laughs> Why are you picking on Kenny? I was on you Kenny gotta Lattimore. admit though, you gotta admit, man, you thought the same thing, right? I, I did. That was funny. Yeah. I I think I, I rewound it five times just to hear him say, "What?" <laughs> oh, it's that new Kenny Lattimore. <laughs> he was doing them old eighty dances. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What? Go, hey, Michael, Michael. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, what? What you listening to over there? Oh, is that new Peaches and Herb? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but it worked for him. It worked. It worked for him. So do you think uh, with how this pandemic has panned out for sports mm-hmm. and that they all, uh, that the NBA played the entire season? Well, it wasn't an entire season, no, correct? Short, it, it was, was a short, short season, yeah. so fatigue was not there. No. They all had their legs. Yeah. Um, the bang up, not like a full season. Right. There's a reason why Michael Jordan strategically 
played, even though he was still scoring 35, 40, uh, sometimes 50, mm-hmm. uh, but he also said that he put it in cruise control during the regular season right. and then he put on his jet boosters in for the playoffs. playoffs. Right. And, and, and you know what I mean? So with that being said, I don't want to sound like a dick because we're in L.A. Do we consider this season as a season? Oh, and by the way, no fans. <laughs> no fans. I'm sorry, Dre. I'm not a professional athlete. Right. But I do know for a fact because I've been to games mm-hmm. and the fans do make a difference, make a difference. bro. Especially in Seattle yeah. when the Seahawks play. Right. I've been to games where we fucking helped. And, and right. I don't know if we did, but I'm pretty sure our energy, the energy of the building shut shit down. For sure. Um that's a tough one, man. It is a tough one. And mind you, they played their entire season in a basketball court inside of a convention room. <laughs> Same place where they do seminars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think Comic Con was was, 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 was Com- leaving yes, as they yes, as yes. they yes. Funko in. Funko was there two weeks before the NBA. Yeah. No, I'm gonna say no. Good, good. And and I am going to hold LeBron to three championships still, and a fourth one with an asterisk. With an asterisk. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have to do that. I you agree. can't consider this a season. I can't. You can't. I mean, it, it was tough for me to even. I mean, I I did watch like the semis and the and the finals, but yeah, it was tough for me to get into like that regular quote unquote yeah. regular season that they had. I, I yeah, couldn't, I couldn't get back into that. This is what I I uh, this is what I struggle with when people have an argument, and it's crazy because the younger generation cannot really understand or comprehend because you can watch all the documentaries you want, but unless you actually lived it, yeah, like you really got to live it. Yeah, you got to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you saw Spike Lee make a movie and and everyone fall in love with him. Yeah. And then like fall in love with him so much. By the way, that was an independent movie that he that they all fell in love with him with when he wore the Jordans and mm-hmm. she's gotta have it. And then of course Nike gravitated towards this young black man right. to shoot the campaign for Michael wearing those Jordans as that character as Mars. I know I'm being long winded, but what I'm saying is during that time, you have to understand black people, first of all, Asians had to know karate or you weren't anywhere near a goddamn camera. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Or have the thickest accent. Speak, uh, Mr. Miyagi, super, super I want everyone English. to know this. Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid doesn't even speak Japanese. <laughs> the motherfucker is from California <laughs> and he's a stand up comic. Right. Right. But everyone that watches Karate Kid, and we all fall in love with his performance because he yeah. was the shit, Pat Morita, right? He was yeah. Al on uh, on, uh, on uh, Happy Days. Happy Days yeah. But we all remember this. Daniel-san, you have to think I have to handle. Paint the fence. Wax on. Wax off. Cut, cut. Why, why the director says cut, cut. Fuck, man, was that good? <laughs> How was that? Did I? Is that right? 
<laughs> yeah, Pat, that was great. We need a little, bit, a little thicker. Can you put some wasabi on it? You got it, buddy. Let's start this shit up. Let me. I'll get real Japanesey for you. There's and action. Oh, You have to paint two fences in the wax Cut. How was that? I mean, come on, right? Did you guys feel like you were in Japan or what? Huh? That was badass. Am I right? Come on, dudes. Come on, dudes. Yeah, Pat, that was great. Put a little soy sauce in it. Yeah. Pat, come on. Yeah. You got it. Oh, everyone behind the couch. Soy sauce. Soy sauce. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you the soy sauce. And action. Oh, Daniel Sanu. You need to defend the defense. And then, oh, what so? Oh, Cut. Am I right or am I right? Huh? You know what this feels Did like? Did I embody that or what, dudes? <laughs> you know what this feels like? What? An Asian version of, of Hollywood Shuffle. Beautiful. Right? Beautifully said. That's exactly what that reminds me of. 100%, bro. Yeah. And, and, yo, by the way, you know, oh, God. I, I, I'm glad you said that because I, I was a big fan of Partners in Crime mm-hmm. before there was in Living Color. And to this day, people still don't know about Partners in Crime. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's the reason why I became a Howard Hewitt fan. Howard Hewitt, wow. That's okay. the only reason why I like Howard Hewitt. Yeah. That's that's when you know someone's not lying, when they're specific about something. Mm-hmm. You can generally talk about shit and be a fan. Yeah. I've been loving Chicago because my dad's from Chicago. <laughs> Who's your favorite team from that era? Uh, you know, Mark Grace. Like, bitch. <laughs> Everyone knows Mark Grace played right. for Stop. But when you do something specific, like, Howard Hewitt, mm-hmm. because we already know that you know Robert Townsend, Partners in Crime, HBO. By the way, Hollywood Shuffle was produced by uh, you know uh, Keenan and and mostly Robert, right? But Keenan helped because right. they both met somewhere, and then that's how they were like, "Yo, fuck all this shit, we keep going out for pimps and shit, right? And drug dealers, exactly. like we want to let's make our own shit exactly. and talk about this." And and they use their own money, they wrote it, and and you know, and that's. Robert Townsend, man, was the reason for Witherspoon, yep. uh, Davidson, fucking uh, the Wayans, mm-hmm. Kim, all that. Damon, yeah. Keenan. You're gonna name all of them? No, I'm just saying no. Don't because because everyone I'm thinks kidding. the Wayans, Sean and Marlon, yeah, they yeah. didn't come until later, well later, for sure, well later. Yeah. Like even when In Living Color came out, Sean wasn't in the sh- sketches. No, nope. Sean was the, DJ. was the DJ. He was SW1. Yep. You know what I mean? But you, but that was the beauty of. That family, yeah, they kicked the door open and they were like, "Yo, my my brother can fucking DJ, yeah, and he can act too. We'll we'll sneak him in, but for right now, we got him in here." But that but that's to your point about that era is that that was an it was an evolution. It was, it was an evolution. It was God, an, I'm and, sorry, I keep going off. No, you're what good. I'm trying to say and so, and but so, you can't experience that. That's what I'm saying. You can't. We experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. It was something because you and I watched Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. We watched uh, Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. We watched uh, uh, Growing Pains. Right. We watched all that white shit for so long. And look, I'm half white. Though I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Right. But people don't understand. When there's no representation, it's hard. And when you see just one little window open, we embrace it. And me being half Filipino, anything other than white, because you got to remember, my family was divorced. When my dad left, he left. I didn't take. I didn't get gifts from my grandma and grandpa on the white side. Right. You know, no. And I keep saying no disrespect. 
I never called them grandma and grandpa. You can ask my dad. I always go, how's your mom? How's your dad? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's because I didn't. My yeah. grandma was on my Filipino side. I took on that identity. Yeah. I took on black culture because that's what Filipinos listen to. We're inspired and influenced by black culture. Look at Filipinos. Right. <laughs> look at them. <laughs> Tell me that I'm not. I'm, bro. Look, go back. Go back, bro. Filipinos have just been always influenced and 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 just embraced black cultures, sure. black people. Shit. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like no, it's it's true. crazy. And and that's why it's it's there's something and so you, so, seeing like black people. And man. so you're saying that in that time, because of that evolution, it yeah. also influenced you and, and other Filipinos. I, I gravitated more towards it because it influenced Because it, it influenced felt like it because it, it felt right. Yes. Yeah. And I understood. Yeah. Because I had black people in my family. Yeah. Not in my family, but I, I associated around. with black people. Yeah. My sisters dated black men. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So so that was my black that was who I grabbed to. You know, right. that was my brother. If, right. if my sister Rowena brought Brian, I loved it. But then it was also he, it was other. You feel I me? Mean? Other. Like, it was like, other. Yeah. Yes. It exactly. was something other than what was already there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like something I identified. And I enjoyed that culture. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I celebrated it. Yeah. And and when you got to see it, which you never got to see, you enjoyed it. And 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 it was an experience. That's why with documentaries, it can't explain it. Yeah. We can't explain it to you. And then I I like I try my best not to like look at younger generations and, yeah. be, and be like, y'all don't know shit. You know, you don't know. You yeah. Know. But w what your point is is that like when you were there when when it didn't exist. Yes. You didn't. It, it, they were born into a, a space where it was already it there. We laid the bricks down for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. brick and mortar, we did it. Yeah. Now they just have to paint the wall and yeah. hang the pictures. Yeah. Which they're and doing no, a great, they're, they're doing, doing a great, a great job. job. Yeah. One hundred percent carrying it forward. But yeah. but but one thing, and I know this this irks LeBron. I know it irks him. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's that's, yo man, you gotta be you gotta humble yourself. Mm -hmm. As great as Mike Tyson was. He knew he will never be Muhammad Ali, or yeah. he even spoke in the same breath. Yeah, because it's not even the same it's not fucking the same conversation. Thing. It's not the same thing. Bro. You, we don't compare knockouts. To, that's why. Oh, I hate doing because this. that's the thing is because you're talking about the difference between um, influence in a sport and culture. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But also, yeah. it was that time. Right. Because Muhammad Ali wasn't just fighting an opponent; he was. Fighting everything. Yep. That's what I mean. Yeah. Fighting everything. Yeah. Mike Tyson came in a time where he was just fighting. Yeah. Yes. What you did changing the pay per view game, beautiful. Mm -hmm. What you did for the sport of boxing and making it as famous as it was, amazing. But man, we can't we can't put you at the same caliber as Muhammad Ali because you didn't get stripped of your title for no fucking reason because you didn't want to join the army right. to fight a fucking war that didn't make any sense. Right. And then be banned from the sport of boxing for no fucking reason when you had a legit reason, mm -hmm. a religious belief. Right. And you get banned. Not only you get banned, you, you went to jail. Yeah. And then you were stripped of your livelihood. Like stripped. Yeah. And then come back. And fucking win it again. Well, actually, he came back and lost. Mm -hmm. Got his ass kicked. But then he came back and won. And, and not only that, it was like... It was like, not only did he win, but he won... Not for himself, but he won for the people. Yeah. 
it was kind of like to like but that's what i mean that's the cultural shift and cultural awakening yeah. that's different than just coming out and be and, and don't get me wrong i'm a mike tyson fan you know what I mean? But who I, is it? Yeah. And so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, it's just a different it's thing. It's a different thing. And here's my here's another thing that I'm gonna say, because I love Mike Tyson and I will hug you, I will kiss you. Thank you for everything you've done to mm. this day. No one there'll never be a Marshawn Lynch, there'll never be a Mike Tyson, mm. there'll right. never be a That's Bo another, Jackson. Yeah. They'll they they those dudes don't exist. Yes. That's right. They don't exist. They're a freak of fucking nature, bro. They were brought here to move us forward. I've That's said right. this before on a pod. Right. They're they're like aliens. It's like okay, here's just a sample of what like superhuman looks like. And you only get a and, flash of it, and you're gonna get a flash of it. Yeah. And then and then it's your responsibility to take what you can get from that and yeah. learn from it. Yeah. But by the way, this dude did not learn any of this. <laughs> Michael Jordan never went to right. basketball camp. Right, right. He was basketball camp. Right. And 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 oh God, what was that? Oh, but here's the thing with Mike Tyson, and this is the only thing, and I hate saying this, okay? Mm -hmm. I really do hate saying this because it's not fair. Mm -hmm. He was his worst enemy. He fucked up, and he he says it. Mm -hmm. But when he went to jail and came out, same thing Muhammad Ali did. Because when he went to jail, he was at the top of his game. Yes, he lost to Buster Douglas, right. but he was still. The fucking man. And we all know what happened with that Buster Douglas thing. He, yeah. he told everybody what was wrong with him, what he did. He, it was his head, and there was some other shit that was going on with him. Anyways, he was still the shit. Then after that fight, he went to jail. Mm -hmm. Then we didn't hear from him for what? Two and a half, three years? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Same thing with Muhammad Ali. Two and a half, three years. Muhammad Ali came back, became champion again. Mike Tyson came back, and he was fighting fucking polar bears and circus <laughs> animals i'm being serious yeah. and losing to him yeah yeah i mean he all his losses after after uh uh, uh jail and then when he finally fought the people that he should have fought mm -hmm. when he was in his prime because holyfield was there holyfield was a cruiser rate that blew himself up to to heavyweight right and, but he was doing that to fight Mike Tyson because they Don King kept saying there is no one that can fight Mike Tyson in the heavyweight division. And 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 Evander Holyfield was the closest thing, but he had to blow himself up. He had to gain 20 pounds right. to go into the heavyweight, right? And then and then there was Lennox. But Lennox was with another promotion team. Yeah. Lennox was with that one dude with the Forget his name. Something. You remember? I, I can't remember who it was, but it was another promoter. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Don King Promotions. And Don would not let him fight because he didn't want to share the promotion. No. It was a lot of money on it. You right. know what I mean? And I'm not going to let you fight my fighter. Right. He wanted, he wanted and, both and fighters. And that's why Lennox threw his fucking belt to the trash can. Yeah. Fuck this belt. Let's fight. Yeah. And, and it's not Mike Tyson's fault. It's, right. it's you know, you, he had the wrong business partner. But unfortunately, we never got to see that. Yeah, you never got to see Lennox and Mike fight in their prime, and you never got to see Lennox and uh, and Evander and Mike fight in their prime. Right, you saw it when they're kind of like in their mid thirties and on their way out, the way out a lot yeah. of problems, and it was just like. So what I'm getting at is, <laughs> you can't compare, uh, you can't use that term "goat" unless you can do exactly what this did, this dude did. Yeah, with the fucking pressure. That he had to go through and still come through and prevail. Yeah, you think it bothers LeBron, or do you yes, think, it, or it you think it bothers his fans? I think it bothers. No, it bothers LeBron. It has to. Really, it has to eat his. It's got to, because he's so great. Yeah, but so was Jim Kelly. 
Yeah. Jim Kelly was great. He went to four Super Bowls in a row. Unfortunately, you didn't win any, so no one's talking Nobody about cares. you. Yeah. And that's what's killing LeBron. He won three with two different teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he won another one with a asterisk. Right. And he went to the fucking finals nine, nine times. times. Yeah. Nine fucking times, bro. With elite teams. Right. Elite, bro. Everyone in their prime prime. When he went to the Heat, are you kidding me? That team should have won nine championships. Right, right. The amount of talent on that team. So the, the one that would have been great would have been comparable to Michael Jordan. And look at me. I'm going to lose a lot of fans right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the one that I think would have been comparable to a Michael Jordan, like GOAT type uh, uh, label, would be the, the first Cleveland team. Okay. The one that they built around yeah, them. Yeah. A bunch of fucking nobodies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he, he got that close. Got close, yeah. And then he was like, fuck it, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to Miami. They got Dwayne Wade and we're bringing uh, yeah. uh, 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 Bosch. From Canada, Bosh. Uh, yeah. Got Bosh, uh, Ray, uh, Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. Yeah. I'm going to go there. Yeah. I'm going to go there. Yeah. Well, yeah, no shit. You're going to go there. Who wouldn't? Then yeah. I'll go, oh, oh, you know what? I'm done here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Cleveland. Oh, because we just got Kyle Irving. Right. And we got, who else would be at? We got fucking Kevin Love. Uh, Kevin Love. We got. Yeah. Notice, hey man, you still got to win games, and this is a different. This league is crazy because it's, it's full now. of superstars. Yeah. yeah, it's different. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, like, oh, just because Dwayne Wade's on the team. Well, it is. It is because when you have LeBron and Dwayne, it's a different chemistry. I mean, it's a different little formula. Do you think uh, Jordan's era would have been different if if they would have had the same free agency that they have now? Because I, I look at Kobe as being like the last of that era, a guy that stuck with his his. Yeah, team in that city. Yeah, but I don't they give because uh, I, I remember Michael Jordan's last year was twenty six million a game mm -hmm. uh, a year, right? Mm -hmm. And it was some kind of like it was like some clause, some weird clause where they could go outside the uh, the what is it called uh, the the amount of money that they each team gets to distribute to the oh players. the uh, uh, oh, whatever. What is wrong with me? Yeah. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? The cap, the cap. Sal salary cap, yeah. Salary cap, yeah. But there was something about him. I don't know what it was called, but there was some loophole where they were able to give him thirty million a game. Uh, 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 a uh, is it like the um, the franchise? Yeah, gym. the fran. But it's yeah, it's something like that. Does that still exist now? I don't know. I don't know, right? Yeah. They got to stay within that cap. Yeah. Right. I think so. So, I mean, yeah, I get it, but but still, man, did did you see his last team? Like <laughs> Michael Jordan's last team? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Right. Like for real. Like no dis here I go again with the no disrespect. I should make sure to say no disrespect, but like we all saw what Michael did when he retired. Yeah. The first time. And what happened to those players? Right. No. Yeah. They just became players. They became players, yeah. Yeah. When Kyrie went to Boston, yo, Kyrie was balling. Right. When Scotty went to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. Or how about when Scotty stayed in Chicago? Yeah. And they were below 500. Yeah. After just winning a championship. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I know I'm going long, but what I'm saying is here's, here's a good way to, to, to go GOAT status on us. If mm -hmm. you really want to play that game, mm -hmm. why don't you retire LeBron for about a year and a half to two years? Take yourself completely out of the game. Don't even play it. In fact, get your muscles to, <laughs> no, really, get your muscles to adapt to another sport. 
Wow. Yeah. That that's real. Yeah. So, but by the way, I don't know why people think baseball is easy. That shit is hard, bro. You ever get hit by a ninety-nine mile an hour fastball? Have you ever swung, tried to hit? Have you ever 99. struck out? Have you ever swung? I struck out nine times in a row at an eighty mile an hour batting cage, and I was dead. You ever chase down a fucking pop fly and 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 leap for it and land on your chest? Right. I was looking at the kid that was that was pitching for uh, for Tampa yeah. yesterday. Or, yeah. And he's. Six eight, yeah. So I can't remember how high the mound is, but he, so he's he's seven foot on yeah. top of that. And that pitch, that ninety nine mile an hour, mile an hour pitch, is coming from like eight feet high. Yeah. And you got to try to focus. You got to try to focus shit. on it. And by the way, you get less than a second to make that decision. Yeah. Of whether it's a ball or a strike. A ball or a strike. That's the first thing yeah. you got to. And then you swing. Yeah. And you swing. By the way, the person swinging is about two hundred pounds of muscle mass <laughs> right. Right. or just fatness. Right. But right. to throw your whole body body weight in a weird position that's not normal. That's why all those golfers go fucking cripple and shit. Yeah. They always have back pains and shit because you're who swings like that? Yeah, your body, your body's it's not stupid. Supposed you're to be all doing contorted. That. You look like the figure eight. You look like a the Tasmanian devil. And that's funny because people are like, well, how did he hurt his back golfing? Are you, you know kidding I mean? me? Like, Do you not remember Tiger Woods would fucking hit a seven iron 240 yards? People with the biggest driver yeah. can't even hit it that far. No. He's using a seven iron. Crazy. And if that doesn't make sense to you, the degree of loft, it that when you make contact with that golf ball, it the first thing it does is fly up. This motherfucker's hitting it and it's flying 240 yards up right. with a trajectory going up. Crazy. That's the difference. Yeah. Um what was I getting at? Oh, but but that's what I'm getting at. Michael Jordan played baseball and got on a fucking bus with baseball players yeah. and, and became a baseball player and had to learn that that whole different different rhythm. Yeah. And then come back. Not only did he come back, but that team was below 500. Mm-hmm. And he took them to the fucking Eastern Conference Finals. He took a below 500 team. He came back mid-season. Right? Came yeah. back mid-season. The Bulls were below 500. Shaq was over at Orlando with Nick Anderson and uh, Dennis Dennis Scott. Mm-hmm. And they were balling out in Orlando. Right, right. And this fool came back. I remember when he came back, everyone was like, fuck me, especially Patrick Ewing. Oh, <laughs> well, fuck it. I'll just retire. Because they thought they had one, right? Yeah. yeah. And he came back. And re- like, that's all I'm getting at. Like, retire. If you retire mm-hmm. and come back and win a championship with the Lakers, mm-hmm. with the team that they have already in place, because that's what he did, okay. came back with a coup coach. Who the fuck is coup coach? Yeah. <laughs> the guy I used to make fun of and, and scored 65 points on in the Olympics, right. Spain, that right. motherfucker's playing for me now? Right. Is that what you guys did while I was playing baseball? Right. All right, I'll make it work. I'll find a way. So if he so if LeBron retires, then come. By the back. way, Ku coach was a shit. No, he was wrong. He was uh, wrong. But yeah, if he did that, that would probably, I would probably, I'd bump him past Kobe. No. Yeah, I would. Nope. I would. You I know would why? Not. Because I, if he I did wouldn't. that, he would be forty. And that's okay. that's an amazing feat right there to come back in your forties after retiring mm-hmm. and winning. 
That's that's some fucking George Foreman shit right there. Okay. I couldn't do it. By the way, if you guys, so. and the reason why I said George Foreman, if you guys ever want to watch one of the most amazing heavyweight fights of all time, and and almost want to cry while watching it, George Foreman versus Evander Holyfield for oh, the yeah. title. Yeah. It was laughed at. Yep. They laughed at this man. This is the man that, that retired from boxing because of Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali knocked this motherfucker into retirement. He he was so embarrassed and humiliated that the fucker just said, I'm not coming back. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, of course you know that. And to come back at 50, Crazy. and they were laughing at him. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a real doozy. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, you know, it was a, it was a fun ride. You know what I hate about yeah. commentators? What's is that? they think they know so much. And they I keep do. saying this. This is what I, I, I say all the time. You cannot talk unless you've physically been in that ring. Yeah. I'm not a fighter. I'm not a basketball player. I'm not any of that shit. Yeah. But I do know this. I know some fighters. And, then, and this is the one thing they've always told me. You can go to a dojo and get taught by a fucking black belt, seventh degree black belt, mm -hmm. and he can teach you everything. Right. But when he gets inside that fucking circle and he's got $100,000 riding on it and it's the <laughs> only, amount of food, uh, only amount of money that you can feed your son with, right. Right. is that man willing to die in the fucking ring for right. it? Right. Because it's a completely different sport, bro. Yeah. It ain't karate anymore. Right. It ain't jujitsu anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's a different sport I, to I sit posted, on the sideline to talk about. Yeah, it you, don't. Yeah. Don't. I, I, it's like, I get it. Yo, your knowledge is amazing. I've always said that. You know, there's a, you know, Jim, Lamp, Jim Lampley and, and all them cats over at HBO Sports. Mm -hmm. Larry Merchant. I love you. I'm listening to Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And I listen to Foreman. Right. Right. Don't talk to me. Right. You don't know what a heart of a lion is. You're not a lion. Right. You're not a lion. Yeah. You're a hunter with a spear. When you put that spear down, you ain't yeah. shit. <laughs> you're running and shitting as you're climbing a tree that that same lion can climb. Damn, Larry Merchant. No, Larry, Larry Merchant is beautiful. No one can call a fight better than Larry Merchant. I'm sorry. I will take Larry Merchant any day, yeah. but I'm not listening to you. I don't. You know how many fights I've watched where the other two commentators will call it? Mm -hmm. oh, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, I swear to God, Holmes would always go, I don't know. I saw it kind of different. Right. Oh, Larry. All right. <laughs> All right, Larry. Cut to a new heavyweight chairman. I fucking told you, motherfuckers. <laughs> right. I'm, now I'm not even exaggerating. Right. I've seen that millions of times. Yeah. Because they don't know. Because he's been there. Yeah. They, you know, they ask fighters all the time. I've asked, I've, you know, I got a couple fighter friends. Mm -hmm. I go, do you get mad when they yell at you? Your your ring, your corner? Do you get mad? Do you really listen? Because mm -hmm. it doesn't, because I this is my this is my whole point. Those guys that are on your in your corner are the closest ones to your ear and the closest ones to the opponent's ear. Right. And they're yelling at you on what move to do. The guy is on top of you. Yeah. The guy is in front of you. And you're saying left, left kick? Yeah. Are, are you talking, are you calling fake signs? When they say left, left kick, does that mean right, right, 
shoot. Right. So you're saying because, because the opponent can hear just as well. Yes. Right. If you're going to say left, left, kick, then the opponent's going to start gearing up for left, left. Right. Kick. It doesn't make sense to me. And I asked him. I go, does mm. that annoy you? He goes, yes. Really? Yeah. It fucking annoys me. It annoys me for two reasons. One, don't tell me what to do when I'm in there. Because mm. you're not in here. You don't know this dude's fates. Right. You don't know these guys, these, these setup moves that these guys are doing. Have you seen Style Bender fight? Yeah. It's fucking a work of art. <laughs> right. Played in slow-mo. You'll never understand. There's a reason why he calls himself Style Bender. You got a style, I'm bending that <laughs> right, shit. Right. Train all the fuck you want. I'm gonna make you flinch for no fucking reason because I know how. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look like I'm gonna kick your shin and I'm gonna fucking punch you in your mouth. So you think all the training with the trainer and then that's amazing and then then any tape you're watching any of that stuff beautiful out the window. No, no, no. I mean not 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 out the window, but but all that knowledge they learn is amazing. But once you're in there, you're in there and it becomes a different thing. A different thing. When Hoist Gracie was mounted by Matt Hughes and he had him in a fucking arm bar and he knew he was gonna lose. By the way, I was at that fight. Watching him fight without a gi, which he's never done before. And right. that was the only way Matt said he would fight fucking Hoist, is if he takes his gi off. Because he knew he'd fucking lose right. if Hoist went in there with his goddamn gi. And he went in there without a goddamn gi. We all knew he was going to lose. And that motherfucker had him in a goddamn arm bar. I forgot what move it was. I, I don't know if it was a crucifix, whatever it was. I know he had that fucking arm stretched out so far. And Hoist would not tap. That shit, he just looked at the ceiling and was like, break it. Yeah. Fucking break it. Yeah. No one outside of that ring is going to do that. Right. No one. That's not even training. Yeah. At that point, it's just This motherfucker, if Hoist knows, if I tap, I have disgraced my fucking name. I'm not tapping. Break Mm -hmm. it. Fucking break it. Henzo's the same way, too. Look at all of Henzo's losses when he fought Sakuraba. Yeah. Fucking in, in pride. That motherfucker had him in a, a another armbar. He had some kind of fucking armbar or some shit. Not a, and he literally, he knew it. He knew it. Mm-hmm. They're both standing there, and he's just he's just fucking looking at him. Snap. Sakuraba's looking at it, and it's just dangling. And he's still not even tapping. He's just fucking on it, and the ref had to stop it. That's a different, it's different kill sport, me. It's, sport, bro. It's not even. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is you can't tell these dudes what to do. Yeah, no, I get, don't, I get what you're don't saying. Don't call it. Don't. I don't want to even hear you. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. That, but MMA in itself is just a. It's a different mentality. But bro, boxing's. I. You know, a lot of people say MMA is. You know, and it is. It's fucking amazing. Mm. Ground and pound, all that shit. You know, there's so many submissions. There's knockouts. You know, Dana encourages these guys to stand up for excitement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bro, boxing ain't no bullshit, man. No, I know. You got, I know. You got. 10 ounce gloves. Right. And you're and you guys are just fucking headhunting. These guys are fighting on purely bro. Literally just muscle memory at some at some point. Yeah. Those guys are just their arms are just flailing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, what was I getting at? Oh, anyways, being the goat. Being the goat. That's what a goat is. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lot of wind. And I'm sorry if I bored you guys at home, but you can be the goat in anything you do. Yeah. It doesn't have to be sports or anything. 
Be the greatest at what you do. But remember, when you do it, it's got to be not what everyone else is doing. What is it that makes you great, right? But I think I think that what you hit on is that a lot of time GOAT status depends on will, your level of will. Yeah, oh, I like that. I mean, the talent is because talent can be even you can even be more talented. Yes. But I think the level of will, I mean, I mean, just in, in comedy and in, in entertainment and anything yes. trying to get to a goal. It takes a certain level of willpower. Exactly. Yeah. It's your willpower. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar was fucking amazing at WWE. Mm-hmm. And everyone hated him, right? And, and I don't like him. Yeah. I don't like his fight game. I don't like his personality, but that's what he's supposed to be, and that's what sells tickets. Right. So kudos to him. He he did his job. He He wanted to be the villain, and he did it, right? Yeah. But to be the villain at WWE and talk shit to people fighting in the cage, yeah. there was no respect. People were like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Right, right. Everyone. Yeah. Bro, you're an actor. And no matter how hard they try and sell it, well, then get in the get yeah. in WWE. <laughs> let me show you. Right. Let's see if you can take a body slam. Yeah. Let me see if you can jump off the top turnbuckle and, and pin me on the goddamn concrete floor. Right. So let's see, walk in it. People are still like, no, bro, shut the fuck up. And then he came in. Mm-hmm. And that's when he got his respect, right? Yeah. And that's when you give him that title, like, okay, bro, yeah. we get it. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, your will. Yeah. Are you willing to show it? Are you willing to do it? Are yeah. you willing to prove your greatness? Let's go. Yeah. I don't know. And I think a lot of times, and and, and I may take some heat for this, but a lot yeah. of times my, my criticism of LeBron, we go back to that, is his willingness. He makes the right play. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I know what you're going to say already. He, he makes the right play. I already know play. what you're going to say. He makes the, it's the right basketball play. It's the right. It is it is uh it is drawn up and it was executed correctly. And he's done it a number of occasions. But once again what we're getting at is would the goat do the play? There is a clip of Ahmad Rashad uh standing I think they're in a hotel lobby. Michael Jordan. No, that's 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 from uh the, the, it's from the that's from, from the, the documentary. And Michael Jordan's walking by and he says, Hey man, game on the line, who takes the last shot? Me. Me. Now let's go play 18 holes. <laughs> yeah, no, me. but we're gonna draw it up. Oh <laughs> me. <laughs> me. Yeah. Just put a bunch of X's around that O. It's me. Yeah. And that O stands for over. <laughs> over. <laughs> but I think I I mean and that I it, it goes did, to did life. They, did these guys lose that? What happened to that? What happened to Larry Bird looking at the Atlanta Hawks going, I'm taking this shot, and you guys aren't going to be able to do anything? I don't know, Like, literally said that to their face on the last play of the game to win. Yeah. Went to their bench. If you guys are trying to figure out where it's going, (laughs) it's coming to me, and you can't do do anything. Yeah. And I'm going to win. Yes. And he did. Yes. And that's what Michael Jordan did. Yeah. And that's what Kobe did. Yeah. Kobe said it every time. Yep. The fuck you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Phil, what are you what draw, the fuck are you talking draw about? What? What are you drawing? Why do you have that that eraser board? I'm right here. Right. Are you trying to find me? I'm right here. Put those dudes there and put me here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, in my mind, and if you miss, you just eat that. You have to eat it. You have to eat something. I think this is anything you do. If someone's yeah. paying you top dollar to do something, then you're the dude that does it. <laughs> oh, 
shit. You're not the dude that fucking distributes it. <laughs> that was dope. That was bars right there. Right? Yeah. You do it. Somebody's paying you top dollar to do something. You do you, it. You're the one that do yeah. it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I In my mind. Yeah. No, in everyone's mind. You can't sit there and take a press conference and go, I'm so happy to play this uh, for this team. And, you know, it's my ultimate goal to, you know, thank God. Uh, you know, all I wanted was to be the the only one making this much money in the league. When I found out that uh, Kevin Durant was making 140, my ego was hurt a little bit. And I made it known. And I said that I deserve more because I am the greatest. So I deserve more than that. Yeah. And I'm so happy that my team gave me uh, five million more than Kevin Durant, so I will bring the championship to you because I'm going to own up to that amount of money. Because to ask for that much money, I have to prove to them that uh, I deserve this money. So when the game's on the line, what that means is I'm the one that's going to win the game. Yeah. As- Cut to. Uh, are you open? <laughs> well, I thought you were open. That's why I threw it to you. You were right there, motherfucker. No, I drew the triple team and I fucking kicked it out. Why'd you shoot an air ball? You're our three-point specialist. The teammate is catching the ball like, what the fuck? Yeah, even he was like, LeBron, this is yours. You make the most money in the world. You're worth $1 billion. This is your job. Why did you give it to me, LeBron? Because you're a three-point specialist. By the way, they said all of this dialogue yeah. within one second. Because you're the three-point specialist. That's why I drew the triple team all the way down to the baseline. Then I kicked it out to you, and you're at the top of the... You're supposed to hit the game-winning shot. But I'm, not, I'm too nervous. I didn't even ask for any money. I just said, fuck it, I'll play. If LeBron's there, I'll play. Fucking shoot the ball. I will. Short. Then the other guy catches it. Why do I have a LeBron? I don't know. I'm not over there anymore. Well, then, but where are you? I'll fuck it. I'll throw it. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. He cannot get mad at anyone else but himself. Right. Michael Jordan would have been. Oh, he would have shot that bit. Dude, the perfect. Did you you watched it right? Did you watch uh, the last game, uh, the last dance? Yeah. When he was, <laughs> when he fucking knew that they were, uh, he was pulling the dr- the double team down by the baseline, <laughs> and he looked at Kerr. <laughs> Yeah. Phil Jackson is just <laughs> sitting there with Gatorade like this. <laughs> That's all they hear because no one's listening to it. Yeah. He's the greatest fucking coach. The coach's job is to make sure the chemistry is there and distribute the same amount of time to whoever, distribution, and make sure the coaches work on the right thing that he thinks is wrong, and then maybe design some great plays for the game. When it comes to the game on the line, (laughs) Michael, Michael, there's no other option. Michael, Michael takes his Gatorade cup. I love that when Michael does that and covers his mouth. Right. And goes, hey, I'm gonna draw the ju- when I draw that double team, which I know I will uh-huh. be there, yeah, and be ready, yeah. Steve Kerr, no cup around the mouth. I swear to God, <laughs> sir, I've been waiting for something like this to happen my whole career, and I will. I promise you, Michael Jordan. He's talking to like nine octaves higher than everyone in the stands. I promise you, Michael Jordan. If you draw the double team, I will be right there, and you can throw it to me, and I will shoot that game-winning shot. But he prepared him. He was prepared. No, what I'm saying is he told everyone that he's going to do it. <laughs> like clockwork. You know what's crazy about the Last Dance documentary? God, I'm talking forever, man. I need to stop. What's crazy about that Last Dance documentary 
is you remember watching that game and he kicked it out to Kerr? Did you not feel the same way I did? Where I was like, why? Why didn't you shoot it? Yeah. Yeah. I said, what? Yeah, we all did. When he went, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I remember that. Like that brief second, like, yo, what the fuck? I was so mad. Right. Like, what are you, Kerr? What the fuck? And then he shot it. So why for twenty fucking years, I didn't know that was a design play by Michael yeah, Jordan until yeah. that goddamn documentary. Right here, I am a kid watching this. I think I was twenty nine or twenty eight mm. or twenty seven watching it, mad, throwing <laughs> yeah. shit. I remember, I remember throwing it. something, right? Because I was so mad that he did that. Like, what the like? Why fuck? the fuck would you do that? Like, yo! And then he shot. I was yes. It was what that that quick moment of like hate. Yeah, but why don't we hold? Why don't we hold Jordan to that standard? Because he called that play. Okay. Okay. He That's called fair. it. He called it, knew it, and was, and lived it. And I'm not saying LeBron didn't call that play. Mm-hmm. And he and I told you because you remember you asked yeah. me this before we shot the pot. Right. I go, bro. He did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was draw the triple. He team. did. The whole defense collapsed on him. I never. Que- I think all. I think four players dropped down on LeBron on yeah. that one. Yeah. No, I never questioned that. It was just. It's because I remember watching them against the Warriors three years ago I think yeah. it was and they had an opportunity to make it 2-1 instead of 3-0 yeah and he kicked to Kyle Corver in the corner Ooh. and every time I say Kyle Corver in the corner yeah. I get upset yeah <laughs> I just say Kyle Corver yeah uh, I never understood why um, to it. yeah god that's a tough one that is a tough one. It is because it's the right play. It was the right play. And, they still won. And he's a playmaker and he's and he's a and, great. And, he's one of the greats. And not only that, I don't know if this is even a stat or maybe I don't know where basketball is now because I've been out of the loop for a few years. Like I'm not religious I'm sure about stat. it. There's a stat for everything. I'm sure it's a stat. No, no, there is a stat, but I want to know how close he is to break in John Stockton's record. Assist record? Yeah. Because I think he can do it. Wow, and the thing is, I don't, I don't or either that or, or at least surpass Magic Johnson, maybe, yeah, and which is crazy because he's a forward, yeah, a fucking huge forward. He's, he's actually he's what Magic Johnson should have looked like, right? As far as coordination, <laughs> yeah, because they're the same height. Oh no, no, did, Magic's taller. But did they lift weights then back then? No, they drank beer right before the game. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, you know, Magic was all right. Yeah, and I mean oh, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. as in he was all right handed. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he went left, he went with his right. Like you know what I mean? Everybody was then. But it was it was it was <laughs> dazzling. He did some dazzling moves. He did. He really did. Yeah. With his knee pads, and I love him. That big smile. I loved everything about him. But Best LeBron, LeBron is magic on crap. Yeah. Like it's beautiful. Yeah. His passes, his his court vision. No. Is his his IQ is out of this world. Unbelievable. Out of this world. He knows everything. Knows every play. Yeah. Knows where everyone is. He knows the other team. He know every, he knows the opponents every play. Yeah. He knows what they're gonna do in certain situations. Yeah. And that's that's remarkable. That's why he's so good. Yeah. Damn, dude. Well, you tell you let's end it. What do you think? About the championship? No, what do you think of uh, GOAT? Where are you putting him? Where do you put him? Three. Three. Michael Jordan and Michael, Kobe, LeBron. Wow. Wow. You know, people are putting uh, Kobe down further now. Why? What changed? They put LeBron one. 
and then they put uh, like some old ass player, <laughs> Oscar Robertson, yeah, yeah, or something like that. No. Someone up there, no. they're they're starting to do that shit. No, and I don't know why they're disrespecting my coach. For for me again, Jordan has to stay one because he he changed the culture. yeah he's Muhammad he changed Ali changed the culture he's Muhammad Ali um and then Kobe for me had the same killer instinct that yeah. Jordan had did we just become a sports podcast for for <laughs> for a moment yeah but you know what I love about sports and why I love it so much mm-hmm. is because that is our superhero mm. we don't have people flying around in capes and saving people's lives and and uh stopping bullets with their chest but damn they're close yeah they're so close yeah and it makes you feel uh that dreams are possible because when you see an isaiah thomas come from the situation that he was in Mm -hmm. and what their family did to make sure and protect him Mm -hmm. because they knew he was the one the chosen one yeah he was sent from god we just got to protect it yeah they all did yeah and it, that that those kind of stories and watching it, it it can only if you don't look at sports and let it motivate you in whatever it is that you do, man. I just don't think you're understanding sports. Well, I think because that's how I look at it. I, think I, I look the, at the other stories. That's the one thing where um, you can come from any walk of life, yeah. Right, and you have an opportunity if if you're good enough. If you're you know what I mean, your yeah. talent can carry you. Yeah, there's not there's not like. I mean, there are, but there's not the same type of roadblocks. You yeah, know what I mean, like you can come from not absolutely nothing. Uh huh. You know, look at those like those like soccer players that are from you know, like your third world countries. Yeah, and, and you know, using and, coconuts. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know they using did that, coconuts. I didn't know they did that. And but kicking them in between uh, palm trees. Oh, oh, nice. Okay, uh, that's great. But I, I didn't know that. <laughs> but you know what I mean. They, yeah. I mean, I mean, and they become like. World famous and and rich and yeah. able to take care of it. But their feet look like shit. Sure, sure. Their feet look they, like brick houses. Absolutely. Because they were kicking coconuts. Yeah. But they're able to take care of their families. Yes. And I know and, what you're getting at. And, and they can beautiful. get foot surgery. They can get later. foot. They can buy new feet. They can get new feet. But if that doesn't inspire you, yeah. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like that's what that's where I use that's that's always been my motivation in whatever it is that I wanted to do. Yeah. Like if you know, like there's so many of those stories that mm-hmm. I, I, and I really got into those stories. Like I would always go behind the scenes mm-hmm. of whoever it is that I liked and went, oh, no shit. Yeah. Michael Jordan got cut in the ninth grade. Right. What? He was trying to make himself tall. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hung himself upside down to try and get tall because right. his family was short. Yeah. What? Yeah. His biggest opponent was his brother, Larry. <laughs> was 5'8". And his brother was 5'8", but was dunking on him? Right. And plays like him? Oh, I'm sorry. He plays like Larry? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit that motivates me. Yeah. You know, seeing someone like a Manny Pacquiao, you know what I mean? Yeah. D- doing what he did. You know, like, dude, like, get inspired, man. Yeah, you can, you can feel however you want to feel about the athlete themselves. Yeah. But you can't, LeBron, for example, you cannot mm-hmm. knock the journey <laughs> his story you know what i mean crazy. like come on man. you want a story for your ass yeah you talk about a kid that should have been a crackhead right now it's fucked up no i'm not that's not well how uh, do you how do you how do you live in a situation 
Right. But I'm not saying that as a stereotype, bro. I'm talking about I'm talking about as a environment. The environment. The environment. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it was not a good environment. And God bless basketball, and God bless that coach, and God bless his friends. Yeah. No, why, why, why people always go? Oh, he, oh, he still got his entourage, you know, around. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Those are his day ones. Those are his rider dies right there. Yeah. Like they were there for him. You know, they knew they had the golden. They knew they had the chosen one. They protected him. They protected him. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, some crazy yeah. shit, man. Yeah. So, yeah, his story is amazing. I yeah. love listening to his story. For sure. Damn, dude. Just get inspired, you guys. That's what, You know what? That's what this pod's about. Yeah. Inspiration. Yep. It's not. It doesn't have to be sports. But you can be motivated by what they did. You don't have to like basketball, but you can listen to some of these kids' stories yeah. and let that motivate you. Maybe there's something that you want to do, but you keep telling yourself you can't. Well, don't tell yourself you can't until you hear what they had to do to do it. Because mm -hmm. they told themselves that they can. Yeah, with none, with no advantages, with by the way. No advantages, by the way. And yeah. that's the other thing too is that you don't have you don't have anything. Most of the time, you don't have. A, you're making a vision out of nothing. Yeah, like it's in your, it's all in your head. Yeah. So it's not like you you have an example in front of you that no. go, oh, I just need to do this and do this and do this and do this and yeah. I can get there. No, you're making the shit up. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it literally okay. This is what a this is what a sports hero is to me, and this mm. is why I love LeBron's and Michael Jordan's and Allen Iverson's and Ken Dr Griffey Juniors. Yeah. And Muhammad Ali's because they are literally <laughs> they are literally literally in writing. They are the ones when they were five or four. And that kid that was on the playground going, I want to be a professional basketball player. Mm -hmm. yep. And everyone, you never going to be a professional <laughs> basketball player. And all those little shits ended yeah. up working at shoe stores and all that. But that one kid, right. that one kid, the yeah. little Allen Iverson kid, yeah. he really did it. Yeah. That's a superhero yeah. to me. Yeah. Because that is, that is the biggest lottery win in the world to especially a football player like what you know what blows my mind about what? Allen Iverson what is that in high school yeah they said he was better at football I know I saw that too <laughs> I saw that too and you're like how can you be any better than that dude I can watch Allen all day bro bro I can watch Allen all day Woo! That was another. another I loved watching shift. him at, at Georgetown, man. That was another cultural shift. Mm -hmm. He walked in and was like, "Look, if you don't get that Kenny Lattimore out of here, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm a rapper. You don't see these diamonds, motherfucker." Had I think he was the first one to have ten carat diamond studs and refused to take them off. In the, I think yeah, he put tape on his ears. Yeah. You remember that's that era when all those millionaire kids came into the league wearing triple, quadruple X white t-shirts and jeans. Yep. Yep. And headbands and head diamond bands. crosses. Yep. They all looked like they were part of Rough Riders. <laughs> yep. Alan started that, man. Oh, AI he started was a, that. Man, I loved AI. Man, anyways, let's wrap it. I'm sorry. We went long. What we're getting at is just get inspired. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be an athlete. It can be in anything you want to talk about, anything you want to be. Just ins get inspired, man. 
Because those people are perfect examples of you can do anything. Anything you want, you can do. It's in front of you, man. Stop laying down and looking at the ceiling going, man, I I can't do that. I'm sick of this shit. Fucking say I'm always doing this shit. Same old shit. Yeah, do something. Do something. Kobe Bryant was worth... $500 $500 million at one point. And guess what he did at 5 o'clock in the morning? He went to the gym and shot 500 shots. <laughs> he didn't have to. Right. He didn't have to do that. It wasn't in his contract. <laughs> right. It's because he knew what it took to be great. So if you want to be great, you got to do all the great things to be great. Laying on your ass and complaining about shit is not great. That's it. You're great, man. I love you. You're great, man. This has been so much this fun. This was great. This was great. This was great. All right? Love you, man. Love you so much, you guys. Be safe. Stay safe. Stay strong. And stay motivated. I love you. It's the Koi Point. We're out. Don't fake it. Just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. Four, one, two, three, yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Good night. Good night. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.